The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. No, no, no. You got this two-bit hack today. And let's go, baby. Three hours of sports talk all the way till noon. That's when Anita Marks takes over. Then you got Gordon Damer. Lot to do. I mean, there's a little chill in the air. You got postseason baseball. You got the the, the hockey is here. Rangers with a, again, I, you're not going to get all that concern. A, a tough loss last night in Winnipeg. Not not all that big of a deal. A big, big football day tomorrow for us with the locals. We'll do We'll do other things we do. We'll we'll do Stump Rothenberg at 10.30. We'll do the Frenzy at 11.15. All the things we do, we'll do. 1-800-919-3776. Maybe even spend, maybe even spend a, a couple of minutes on the Mets. Because remember, last Saturday, I was, I was livid. I mean, absolutely livid. And the Mets did nothing to, to squash that feeling from last Saturday. Uh, I'm miserable, to be honest. Nothing at all. But, and rightfully so, today belongs to the Yankees. T- today is a Yankees day because the Yankees are the team that is standing right now. Not the Mets, who, who feebly and quietly exited from the postseason. No, the Yankees, who are sitting here 1-1 as we hit game three tonight against Cleveland. How about these baseball playoffs, huh? National League, if I would have told you, that Atlanta would be down two games to one. And the Dodgers would be down two games to one. And in the American League, the Yankees would be 1-1 going back to Cleveland. I think you would have wanted my head examined. You would have not expected that to be the case. But that's where we are. And then, you know, let, let's be fair, too. I mean, without Jordan Alvarez, who is, oh, boy, is he good, huh? Houston could be in some kind of trouble right now in this series. But... We start with the Yankees, and I know what we're going to—I I can tell you right now, and the phone lines are open, 800-919-3776. couple things. I, I don't want to hear—you can make it known. I think we all see what's happening, but please don't be the guy that calls and, and gets all over Aaron Judge. Please, please don't be that guy or girl. It's two games. He's had a, he's had a bad two games. This is, this is the problem with playoffs is that you could be the greatest, literally, like Aaron Judge has been, the greatest player in, in baseball. One of the great seasons in the history of the game. You go out there in two games of the postseason and you're dog you-know-what, and all of a sudden people start to get themselves upset. So I understand that he has not been good, and he has not, he's been, he looks lost right now at the moment. And they'll go as far as Aaron Judge goes. But it's two games, and you're not facing... You know, two-bit pitchers now, you're facing legitimate elite pitchers. Now, is Quantrill elite? I don't know. Shane Bieber is very good. McKenzie today, very good. The, the, for my money, the reason we sit here with the Yankees and say that they lost this game yesterday, and I know we're going to go, oh, Jamison Tyone, he's got to be better. How could you bring him in? You didn't score a run from the first inning to the end of the game. I don't. I mean, you didn't. You you didn't score a run in the second, third, fourth, fifth, all the way through the tenth. How do you expect to possibly win a game in that kind of scenario? And the answer is, you can't. You can't. You you can't win baseball like that. You allow two runs. That should be good enough. Two runs. 
through nine innings should be good enough. So I think for me, and you're going to get, you know, Tyone, could big spot. How can you trust him? Uh, fine. You, you want to say that? Fine. For me, the real legitimate issue is the bats. The Yankees' bats were dormant yesterday. I got Judge going 0 for 5. I got Donaldson going 0 for 2. I got Cabrera. Now, here's the thing, and I like Cabrera, and I think we all like Cabrera. I, I don't want Oswaldo Cabrera hitting in my fifth spot in the postseason. But that's where the Yankees are because you, you don't have LeMahieu, and you don't have Benintendi, and it means that guys are forced into situations that maybe are not their comfort zones. And I, and I like Cabrera. And I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed to him hitting in the 8 or 9 spot. But as Waldo Cabrera in the 5? No. And he goes 0 for 5. Look at the bottom of that order. Right? Trevino was 0 for 2. And then I think a couple guys pinch hit for him. They, were, they, they each were 0 for. Bader was 0 for 4. You got nothing out of the... From 5 to the end of the lineup. In 10 innings yesterday, you had 2 hits. And I believe they were both from Kiner Falefa. But you can sit here and scream about that 10th inning and Tyone and the Donaldson error and all those things. If you don't hit the ball, you're not going to win games. And that, and I don't know. That's where I am with the Yankees right now. Now, here's my question to you. See, I, I, I'm different than you because I, I want to see them lose. So we might have, we might look at this in differing viewpoints. Are you concerned about the Yankees? Like it's, it's two games. Cole was good in game one. Game two got away. I guess it's fair to say. So we're two games in. Now you go to Cleveland. You got Severino against McKenzie today. You got, what, uh, Quantrill against uh, Cole tomorrow. See, the thing that kind of stinks, I'm assuming, and maybe it's a bad assumption, the Yankees are still going to win this series. But if even if they do, now I got to pitch Cole in game four, which means I'm not going to have him early on in that series against Houston. Which, by, by, by the way, Let's not let's not even get into the dumb conversation today of who you'd rather have because of course you'd rather have, of course you'd rather have, Seattle one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. You know I, I don't care if Severino goes out and throws seven innings of one run ball. You got to score runs. You are not going to consistently win games two one and three two and four two. You at some point you need your offense to produce. You do. And you're not going to get, Classe is not going to pitch today. I can't imagine he pitched, what, two and a third yesterday. So you're not going to have to deal with him. Tristan McKenzie is good, but he's not the greatest pitcher you've ever seen. You got to go out there and score runs if you're the Yankees. And I understand that you'll get a lot of, well, here's the thing. Yankees are all banged up. You know what? I don't, no one wants to hear. Nobody cares. You know, that, that's the truth of the matter. No, nobody cares. Nobody felt sorry for the Mets that, that Marte couldn't play. Nobody cares that Fernando Tatis is not in the lineup. Nobody cares that Trevor Bauer can't pitch. No, nobody cares that Walker Bueller's out for the season. Nobody cares. Nobody wants excuses. People don't want to hear on Monday morning if the Yankees win or lose. Well, you know, they wouldn't have won if Cleveland had this. Or they would have won had they had this. And if LeMahieu was healthy, nobody, really, honestly, nobody cares. Nobody's sitting here looking for excuses when it comes to their sports. Go out there and take care of business. And yesterday, the bats could not do that. Well, let's see what you can do today. I still like that. I mean, listen, Cleveland is, is hardly a great team. Hardly a great team. They have almost no power. 
Their bullpen is pretty good. Their starters are are fine. They 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 steal bases. They're kind of an old school baseball team. They're well managed. They're they're hardly a great team. Like that was the best team of a poor division. I don't know what happens. Well, I, I I have a feeling, but you don't know what happens. You go on to face Houston. We don't know, but I know that if the Yankees do not get by Cleveland in this series, this season will be a I mean a unmitigated failure, a a monstrosity of a failure. If you don't get by Cleveland, and I don't, they're not, they're not bad, but they're fine. If you had to rank right now, I said this the other day. If you had to rank right now the eight teams standing in the postseason, I mean, you could even argue now who who would be one because you look at the Dodgers' backs to the wall tonight, and Joe Musgrove on the mound. Don't you feel a little? I mean, not great certainly, and I'm not making excuses for the Mets because they gagged down the stretch that series against Chicago. The series against Atlanta, what happened against San Diego, but the, the, at least a, like a little bit better that San Diego moves on and is giving the Dodgers all they can handle and maybe maybe more. And then you got Joe Musgrove on the mound tonight, and I, and I, it's funny. I I don't know what the right thing to do was if you're Buck Showalter, right? I've heard a lot of people I respect tell me it's 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 bush league, and a lot of people that I respect tell me it's exactly what he had to do in that moment. But, but they panned to Joe Musgrove in the dugout last night, and his ears are not shining. They, they, look, they look like normal ears. When you saw him last week against the Mets, they, they, were, they looked like they might catch on fire at any moment. They were red, they were hot, but not, not in the dugout now. But if you had to rank these eight teams as we sit here in the postseason, uh, listen, I, I, you, might, you might go Dodgers, one, whatever. I think the top three are obvious. I think the top three in any order you want to choose are the Dodgers, the Astros, and the Braves. And then I think it's fair to say maybe the Yankees, right? And then the Padres and the Phillies are probably in there. And and then I think you, uh, I think you get to Cleveland. I, I think Cleveland and, and Seattle, but I think Seattle is better. I think Cleveland, of the eight teams standing right now, in my mind, Cleveland is the weakest team. And that's not to say they're a bad team. But they're the weakest team. If you're the Yankees, there, there is no, I, I don't care. No, nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear if this goes sideways today and tomorrow. And we go on the air Monday morning at 5 o'clock, Rick and I. Nobody, well, if you had Ben Attendee and you, you didn't make that trade with Jordan Montgomery and whatever, no, nobody wants to hear it. You know what they want to hear? You're 1-1. You had a game you, you probably should have won yesterday. You had a 2 nothing lead. You let it get away. Cortez was, was good. Right? Did you expect more? Maybe. Maybe a little more depth. But I, I, I'll tell you what I'm not going to allow. I'm not going to allow you to call and give me, well, Tyone in that spot. You had innings. You had four innings of shutout ball from your bullpen. So Tyone comes in, allows two runs, and now all of a sudden it's going to be, because I know it. I know that's what it's going to be. I think it's a really bad take. I think if you want to blame anything from yesterday, it's the bats. Yankees bats have to wake up. They have to wake up. And that is led by, and I think we all know, and I think we agree, that is led by Aaron Judge. If, if I, whether it's Cleveland or Houston or the Dodgers or the Padres or whoever, if Aaron Judge has a subpar postseason, this will not last long. This will not last long. And isn't it amazing? He all year long, he's locked into the point that you say to yourself, he looks like one of the best players I've ever seen in my life. 
and you watch him in two games of the playoffs, and he he does not look like he looks off. You could go 0 for 8 and not look awful. He looks awful. So first and foremost, that has to change. Now, I'm not going to be one of these lunatics who turns on the mic and starts with, I mean, there's a major problem. I mean, Aaron Judge, how do you pay him? What? No, we're not going to play that dumb game. But what we will say is he needs to be better if the Yankees want to get where they want to get to. So we start with the Yankees and 1-800-919-3776. Game one, third inning, dicey. Cole does a good job. Bullpen good. Yankees win 4-1. Game two, good start. I think good-ish start from Nestor. Good job from the bullpen until Tyone. No bats. You lose 4-2. How do you feel? We're 1-1. We're going back to Cleveland. 7, what is it, 7.37 tonight? Should be nice and chilly in Cleveland. What are your thoughts? Are you sitting there saying, we're, we're fine? I've, I've not a, a care in the world? Or, you know what? I don't know. I'm a little uncomfortable with the situation at the moment. That's the question on the table. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you. Strong. Strong. Had a good night's sleep on a Saturday morning. On 98.7 ESPN. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. You see what uh, Alex Rodriguez said yesterday, by the way? Joe Leo, you're a big Yankees fan, right? That is correct. Did you see what A-Rod said about Yankees leading off Aaron Judge? I did not. All right. You want me to read you this quote? I would love to. It's a lengthy quote, but you, you have time, right? Yeah, I, I'm not going anywhere. Great. Uh, he says, it's ridiculous. It is gimmicky baseball. You cannot let your best player, your best hitter, hitting first. Babe Ruth didn't do it. Barry Bonds didn't do it. Frank Thomas didn't do it. I like that Frank Thomas is, is in there with Babe Ruth and Barry Bonds. David Ortiz didn't do it. I didn't do it. It doesn't exist. The reason why is because you want to protect, you play chess. It's like the queen of the chessboard. You want to put the best two hitters in front of Judge and the best two hitters behind and protect. The Yankees are putting the worst two hitters, the eighth and ninth hitter, in front. It puts an enormous amount of pressure. You want them to come up in the very first at-bat and be very relaxed. See 12 or 14 pitches. Who sees 12 or 14 pitches? Uh, like I used to do with Derek Jeter and Johnny Damon and maybe Mark Teixeira and maybe pop a three-run homer. It's ridiculous that this guy's hitting leadoff, and it's a mistake. I don't know who's doing it, Boone or Cashman, but somebody has to change that immediately. Here's a newsflash. And I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree with his point that Judge in the, in the one spot is kind of wasted, but I will say this. He says, it's like the queen on the chessboard. You have to surround him with greatness one, two, and then greatness four, five. Who? Who? You, you tell me. Who, who is it that you want to hit first and second to protect Judge and fourth and fifth to protect Judge? Who, you, you want Glaber to lead off? You want Trevino to lead off? Like, like, who is it that you want? Who is the guy out there right now? Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera? Like, who is the guy that you say, get this guy, Tim LeCastro? in the leadoff spot to protect Aaron Judge. So they set the table. Really? Now, you, 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 want, about St- you want about Judge, say, third and Stanton fourth? And I mean, is Donaldson a protection? Who, who is really? I want to read down the Yankees lineup from yesterday, and you tell me 
the two guys that are going in the first and second slot so that Aaron Judge has has Derek Jeter and Johnny Damon protection. You ready? Rizzo. Oh, Rizzo bats behind him, right? So that protects him a little bit there. A little bit. Torres. Stanton. Donaldson. Cabrera. Kalefa. Falefa, whatever his name is. Trevino. Bader. Who, who, who am I missing? Who, who do you want? You don't have LeMayu. You don't have Benatendi. Who do you want? Who? I mean, really. I, and I don't think it's a crazy idea from A-Rod saying, let's bat him second or third or fourth or something like that. Fine. But there's, you know what? I want that guy to take 12 or 14 pitches like Jeter and, and Damon and Teixeira. You, wh- wh- where are those guys on this team? They don't exist on this team. If you're going to compare this Yankees team to those Yankees teams, they're, they're incomparable. This Yankees team is a shell of what those Yankees teams were. So as far as moving Judge, I'm fine with that. As far as him being so upset because you're not protecting the queen, you can't protect the queen. It's not possible. I, I guess you want to bat Rizzo and, and Stanton behind him, fine, but you're doing that anyway. So is it, I don't, I don't know that it's gimmicky. I think I would say it's more done out of necessity than anything else. 1-800-919-3776. Everyone's a, everyone's a you know, genius until, until you look and you try to put somebody in there. And Tyler Johnson tweets to me, A-Rod threw Frank Thomas in there because Frank was, was sitting next to him at the moment. I love it, though. Barry Bonds and, and Babe Ruth and, and Frank Thomas. Yeah, which doesn't belong in why. 1-800-919-3776. You want to hear a voice? Joe Leo, you think, you think I have a decent, like a decent voice, right? I would say more than decent. You, and how about yourself? How do you feel about your voice? About my voice? Yeah. I don't think it's on your level, but I think it's like the notch below. Uh, but it's it's good. Like yeah, it's fine, no, right? It's, it's a good voice. You want you want to hear a voice? Sure. All right, Marv in the Bronx. Good morning, Marv. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Good morning, Dave. You know uh, I'm a I'm a, a loyal fan to you. You know if you're not there, I'm not calling. I'm just that's just me. But as a lifetime Yankee fan of almost sixty years, I will admit that I am showing feeling some concern. But I go back, I, I know it's deja vu, and it's really not a good argument to 98 when they went to Cleveland also. I think they'll win this series, but it'll be in five games. But it does make me feel uncomfortable to see Cabrera there in a spot where he needs to hit, and he's being overmatched by you know, by the Cleveland bullpen. But that's not his fault, Marv. Like, like he I know should that. Not be I know that, that. but it's still, First of all, it's still an uncomfortable feeling. I, I agree with you. Listen, the Yankees are, of, especially now, a very flawed team. Of yeah. very very and very vulnerable. And, and very vulnerable. But, uh, and, I, and as always, you know, I appreciate your observation because it's always keen and astute. And I thank you for the comment my voice. And like, you know, hey, man, if you're not on, I'm not on. Take care, my man. Did you get the gift I sent you? Uh, I have not received it yet, but I believe it's at the station. Okay, man. So, hey, you're the best, man. I mean, Thank that. you, Marv. And I feel Take the same care. about you. And thanks, and thanks for the call. Now, Joe Leo, did, I didn't lie, right? Is that is that some voice? No lies. How good is that voice? It's upper echelon. Would you pay for that voice? Yeah, I'd pay for it. You, like, what would you if if I said, you know, like like health insurance, they take out a certain amount of your salary every paycheck. Would you would you allow that to have that voice? Yeah, I would do that. Like a ten percent out of my yeah, paycheck. Yeah, yeah, exactly like yeah. that. 
Yeah. I would do that. Like instead of making like the thirty five hundred a week you make, you make now you know, like thirty thirty one fifty kind of thing. Right. Right. Just for that voice. You think you become more well you you're you're taken though, aren't you? What was that? Oh yes, yes I am. Yeah. Oh, you, oh. No, you like, no, no. I see. That's okay. Oh, I was, was confused that? by the. Co- I was confused by the question. Uh huh. So, so I, so you and your girlfriend are not as on a, a solid footing as maybe you've led us to believe. No, we are. Well, I just said you're We're taking good. on. You had no idea what I was talking about. I was, w- Dave. It's a, mm-hmm. it, it's happening at nine thirty in the morning, Dave. Stuff is happening. I mean, you, you, Harvey, you noticed this as well, right? This lock-solid relationship that he's told us about for, for months now maybe is not the same standing that he led us to believe. There was that flinch in his voice. There, there really was. It's 9.30 in the morning. We, we might have to take, we might have to track how long this lasts now. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been with this girl, Joe? Almost four years. Wow. And, and to have that hesitation is, is really concerning, I would say. I am not looking forward to, be go- to going home this afternoon. I'll, because, I, I will because say that. Is it an abusive relationship? Why? No, uh, th- there's oh. just going to be a discussion now. About why you had that hesitation? Yes. Well, I, I wouldn't blame her. What's her name? Morgan. Morgan. That's a nice name. Morgan must be really beside herself right now. I'm sure she is. I, I said, I, I I said you're in a relationship, right? And your response is, what? what? As if you had no idea. No, and, and at that moment, you didn't have any idea what I was talking about. Well, I was preoccupied. You know, making sure this show, show runs. So. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, well, yeah. I Wink, wink. I got you. All right, Joe Leo, we're on the same page. Let's go to Pedro in North Bergen. Pedro, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, Dave. So, What's up, Pedro? Look, Dave, good morning. Listen, good morning. Alex Rodriguez, finally, somebody had the cues to say exactly what the real fans are thinking. It's gimmicky baseball. The problem is with the Yankees is, is this analytics garbage that's what it is we don't have any players that play station to station everything is launch angle everything wants to hit everybody wants to hit that home run for christ's sake bunt get somebody over take bases on balls well like like Quan did to no- lead off the game yesterday yeah I, I have no problem with bunting but but here's my question for you Pedro. you think it's gimmicky baseball fine I, again i would have no issue if he batted second or third or fourth or whatever who who, who right. in the in a perfect world right now who are you leading the game off with if you're the yankees Right now, since we don't have DJ, I would put IKF as first batter. You want IK? Okay, so you want IKF yeah. in the first spot, and then yeah, in the second because spot, at who the do you very want? least, Dave, understand what I'm saying. At least he's a contact guy. He doesn't strike out a lot. He puts the bat on the ball. I think what Alex Rodriguez is saying is that you got to put somebody in a position to take pitches, so that way the batters behind can see what's going on. Uh, which I don't with disagree putting... with, Pedro. I don't think it's an okay. awful sentiment. I just don't think I don't know that you have those guys. And I'll say this: it wasn't no no one was complaining about that the regular season when Judge w- had a September for the ages. It's an issue now because he's had two struggles, right? Yeah, but Dave, I mean, would you agree that what what works in the regular season doesn't work in the playoffs? Uh, I mean, that, those are those are facts. It, no, that's not true. It depends. I mean, listen, are really? you facing better competition? Are you facing better pitchers? Are teams more dialed in? Absolutely. But I don't, I don't think that – how is it gimmicky? Well, Dave, in the playoffs, last time I checked, home run hitting teams don't win World Series. Teams that, that play off a of contact win World Series. So you think, you think the entire Yankees philosophy is gimmicky? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's all about la- launch angles. Who That's won the World Series? It's who all won the trash. World Series last year, Pedro. Who What's won that? the thing last year? The Braves, right? Right. Aren't, aren't the Braves kind of built on the home run? No, no, no. absolutely not. No. They're a station to station team. They, they, you think, the, you think the Braves, did, you, did you watch them against the Mets? You think they're a station to station team? The biggest absolutely. difference, but no, Pedro, come on. Look at the lineup there. Absolutely, they have. Dave. No, come on. Uh, Pedro, Matt Olson is not station to station. Austin Riley's not – Acuna, these guys are not yeah, station but I mean, to you're station. Si- you know, but, Dave, you're singling out – listen, every team has – I'm singling out the, the team that won the whole thing last year. No, 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 no. You're singling out players, players within an organization that have pop. Every team has that. But if you look That's at the true. nucleus Cle- of the Cleveland team, doesn't have that. Really? The Mets don't have that. Oh, so, so Cleveland doesn't have Ramirez. Okay, one guy, yes. Who else do they have that's that's a home run hitter? Listen, I don't know the team from top to bottom. Well, let let me answer the question for you. No, no, nobody, Pedro. They have nobody, and thank you for the phone call. All right, to sit here and give me this, you know, home run hitting doesn't win in the postseason. Atlanta won with the home run. Eddie Rosario last year. I mean, you look up and down their lineup. That's exactly what they are, is a home run hitting team. I mean, Acuna's a guy with uh, Dan Zivy Swanson, Matt Olson, Riley. That's that. I mean, that's the definition of what they are. What? What a ugh. ugh. Terrible take. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. See, this is this is what happens. This is what happens. A team has a hiccup, and now they don't know what they're doing. Now, I don't think the Yankees are great. But we're going to freak out over one one loss? So now I'm going to get calls about how they, they're built so poorly and A-Rod, they're, they're gimmicks, and put Jeter and Damon in the top two spots. You know what? I, I bet you if they had a Jeter and they had a Damon, they would put them in the top two spots. And I got to call You got to get, get Connor Falefa in the leadoff spot. Okay, go do that. And that's Diamond Notes, brought to you by London Jewelers. London Jewelers presents their annual watch fair at the Americana Manhasset today and tomorrow from noon to 5. Experience the latest collections of timepieces at the Americana Manhasset. 1-800-919-3776. It started out no, not feisty at all. Not feisty at all. And now it's feisty. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you Saturday morning. 98.7 ESPN. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. Now, Harvey, I'm going to do, because you're the producer and I, I do what you say. You said you wanted to break down the MLS playoffs here. Is that where you want to go? Uh, I said for two minutes, but I mean, the fact that we have until forever to talk about this, I'm more than willing to go so with you. I mean, I, I can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait. No, now really though, but you were <laughs> shocked. So we're talking about the, he says, what are you doing at noon? And I said, "Why? Well, why? Where, what, what are you looking for?" And he says, "MLS playoffs at noon." He says, uh, "The Red Bulls. You're you're a Red Bull supporter, is that right, Harvey?" Huge fan since '07. Wow, way back since '07. Is that when they? That's not when they launched, is it? No, they launched in the '90s. They were the Metro Stars, weren't they? That's right. Yeah. Season ticket holder since '17. Well, let me ask you this then: Who was their first ever GM? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, you're such a big fan. Who was it? Charlie Stilatano was there. Charlie Stilatano. You know what? It's such a. I've been so focused on the game today. I, I don't have any time for trivia. So how, impre- you. how impressed were you that you said they have a game at noon today? And I said against Cincinnati, right? 
No, I know that you know these things. Um, well, not really. How, come on. Come on. A, you, were a, you were a little bit impressed that I had that. You're a savant. I'm supposed to expect this out of you. I think I saw it on the scroll last night when I was watching this stuff, <laughs> to be honest with you. So they win this, and they go on to play Philadelphia. Yes, who they I, have. I will tell you this, Harvey. Go Harvey on. Harvey Cruz. Yes, sir. I will tell you this. They win this game and go on to win, play Philadelphia. I will root for you guys. I appreciate it very I much. Don't, I don't want any part of Philly winning anything. Me neither. I was. I saw them play last time out, I believe, a month ago at, here in Harrison. It was awful. They lost 2-0. So um, they don't have much chances. Uh, to win today or against Philadelphia, but I'm I'm just hoping, man. Um, can we go back to the Yankees, or you want to spend more time on this? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know what? Let's flip a coin. Uh-huh. Let's, no, I'm just kidding. This goes back to the calls. Okay, I thought that was a good idea. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Spike in St. Pete. Good morning, Spike. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, my friend. Uh, you know what's interesting to me in being with you for the 12 years, I guess, or close you've been there. I have, uh, Spike, me- it's interesting you say that. I have my 12-year ESPN anniversary next month. Well, congratulations. Thank well you. earned. Well, I've seen your growth. Uh, but the, what you're doing with these two young fellas is expected. You're trying to call out who's your guy. Am I correct? Yeah, I'm 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 looking for a guy. Yeah, I had I had Ty was my guy. He left me. I had Jake was my guy. He left me. And I'm I'm in the process of it's an open application. I'm looking for another guy. Okay, well that's good. That should be very interesting. So let me give you my 15 second take on what I've noticed. The construct of the Yankees, which has been poor, their lineup has been poor. Jeter or Damon, of course. They're not constructed properly. But one Yankee win today, and the whole dialogue changes. I think they burned their closer, uh, uh, Cleveland's closer. Well, there's no way they didn't. He pitched two and a third innings yesterday. So he's, he's I, I don't know. Start. I heard someone else say uh, that they, they may use him again. I don't think they can beat the Yankees, but the Yankees have not hit in the playoffs. And contrary to what one of the young fellows said, uh, home runs are 50-something percent of all the runs scored in the postseason. Well, that was a call, just... and it was an awful call. Because if you if you look at, at, at Atlanta, they are built via the home run. Yeah, it's, it's just that's just the way they swing today. The, what's the batting average approximately in the big leagues? 240, 250? Yeah, not, Am I close? It's not good. It's not yeah, good. so, you know, the pitches, everything's different today. And this Cleveland team is constructed like baseball I watched in the 60s and 70s. They have a great manager, a terrific bullpen, two guys that can hit the ball out of the yard, and that's it. But they play fundamentally sound baseball. They're just not that talented. That, well, that's the thing, and thanks for the call. But here, here's the thing. You just said it, and you're right. They're just not that talented. You can't lose to a team that's just not that talented. Really. I, I mean, as upsetting as it would be, you lose to Houston, I think there are, are bigger questions of why, why can't you beat the best teams, but at least I don't think you, you, you finish the season and say to yourself, God, we, we lost to a team that's just inferior to us. You lose to Cleveland, I think you have that conversation. Like, you lose to Houston, and it's, it's I, I don't know, you're going to have the, is it a failed season? That'll be the big thing. And, and I guess it, it is because the expectation was to at least get to, if not win the World Series. But you lose to Cleveland. Like, if the Mets would have beaten the Padres and lost to the Dodgers, it, it's hard to say that was a failed season. The Dodgers are as good, if not better, than the Mets. You have the division almost locked up for months you let that get away and then you lose at home to the Padres if that happens that's a collapse 
That's a bad end to the season. If the Yankees lose to Cleveland, and again, Cleveland, they're not bad. They're fine. They're whatever. Like, offensively, they are. I mean, then they are not special offensively at all. I mean, listen, listen to this lineup they have. You know, you go Ramirez, three, you Oscar Gonzalez, four, Josh Naylor, Jimenez, Hedges, Brennan, and Straw. I mean, that, the, the bottom, I mean, from four on, is it's bad. I mean, we know how they want to beat you. They want to beat you 3-2, which, I mean, there's no way Cleveland's going to win the whole thing. It doesn't play in the postseason. Dave in Jersey. Good morning, Dave. You're next up. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not bad. I was just calling because you had said it when you first came on that I think it's the Yankees really don't have any many options to not bat judge first. It's crazy. I mean, the only person I could think about in the lineup to go first would be Bader, only because he's got speed. But, I mean, I don't know what they could do without I mean, LeMahieu. Le, Le, LeMahieu would be that guy, but LeMahieu's not healthy. Yeah. You know? I, I Exactly. It, they're kind of I'm stuck in a rock and a hard place, you know? Listen, I mean, I don't know what you want to do. You put IKF. I mean, you know what, what that what happens there. Thanks for the call, Dave. You put IKF in the leadoff spot. He goes 0 for 4. Why the hell is IKF leading off? Right? I just, I think. See, I, I don't think Alex is crazy. Alex Rodriguez is crazy with his take. I, I think it's a little extreme, right? It's, it's gimmicky. It's ridiculous. You want that guy to take 12 to 14 pitches. I mean, guys don't take 12 to 14 pitches. But in theory, I, I don't think he's crazy. As far as in a perfect world, do I want Judge in the leadoff spot? No, I, I don't. He's 100% right. But I, I don't know that I have a better option. And therein lies the problem. I don't have Benintendi. I don't have LeMayhew. I don't, what am I supposed to do? I mean, the fact that Anthony Rizzo, who's, I mean, uh, in a perfect world, Anthony Rizzo is like a five or six batter. Anthony Rizzo is a home run or bust guy. That's it. He's a 225 hitter who's got tremendous power and is a great glove. A great glove. But this idea of, well, put, put Jeter, put Damon, they don't exist now on this team. They do not exist. You need to have power. You need to have guys the Yankees do not have. And I think that therein lies the problem. They are not, they are not the Astros. They are not the Dodgers. And they are not the Braves. And the amazing thing is two of those three teams face elimination today. 1-800-919-3776. Let's take one more, and then we'll take a break. Dan in Saratoga. Hi, Dan. You're next up on 98.7. Dave, how you doing, man? Good morning. What's up, buddy? Hey, so as far as I'm concerned, um, you're so good, man. I mean, your morning show should be the Dave Rothenberg show with Rick DiPiero. Sorry. So you think it should be me with, like, a, an, another guy who happens to be there with me? Exactly. You're just you're savant, man. I, I yeah, I, I mean, listen, Dan. I, I I could lie to you, but I don't I don't really disagree. I think you, I think I think you're onto something. I do. Now Ricky I, I have and company. <laughs> now I have a question I've been dying to ask you for weeks, but it's kind of off topic. So I could go that direction. Or I could ask you a Yankee. I'll let you decide. Whatever you think, man. Uh, why don't Why don't we do, Why don't you ask me the Yankees first? We'll stay on on point, and then and then okay. I'll let you ask the uh, the other question. Okay, well, it's, not, it's just a point that I have on the Yankees. I just think that 
if we lose this Cleveland series, yes, it's a failure, but I really think we may lose the series. Um, I just don't see it. Um, our bullpen is so shaky. And I'm not going to kill Aaron Boone, but, but is it, I don't is agree it with Judge Boone. I mean, you, you, you say it's shaky, but through two games, it's been phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I, you're right. Yes, they have been good. But going to Cleveland, it could be a different story. I mean, that's home. You know, I mean, I just don't trust them. I, I mean, but, I, 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 I understand really I understand them, why you know? would say that, that you have a concern surrounding this team. But yeah. And I think you're, you're too smart for this to say the bullpen has been shaky. Ha- has it been? Game one, they were lights out. Game two, they gave you four scoreless innings, and Tyone allowed a, a couple of blue pits. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't That's I don't true. think it's been terrible. Yeah. Right? That's a good point. But I, I, even if we win the series, we're not beating Houston. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't. And – and that's a failure either way. I really don't see us being Houston. I no, I, I, Houston's just, just, in my mind, considerably, considerably better. All right, so before yeah. we let you go, what's your uh, your other question or statement or whatever? Okay, I've been dying to ask you this for a while. I'm a diehard Knicks and a Giants fan, and All I right. just want your opinion on who was the who was the worst president or GM. Was it Phil Jackson, his era with the Knicks, do a worse job than Gettleman did with the Giants or vice oh, versa? boy. Yeah. Wow. That's that's. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like you know a, avoiding the question. It's it's. <laughs> thanks to the call, Dan. Huh? They were both so inept, and they both. Oh, I, I. I mean, I really don't know. They were so bad, both of them. I mean, you heard the stories of Phil Jackson was falling asleep in, in scouting guys. This is I, I don't a big know. boy league. I think that I I think they both the I the answer is both. I just think they were they were both inept. Absolutely inept. I will tell you this though, the Giants have it right. The Knicks we'll see. We'll see. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Our Yankees fans, we continue with you guys. The floor is yours. So if you want to get in on the Yankees conversation, straight up until ten thirty, we're going there. After that, we'll mix it up a little bit. But the Yankees, obviously, the priority of the day. It's Rothenberg with you solo on a Saturday morning on 98.7 ESPN. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yankees fans want to vent. I don't want to stand in the way of that happening. So let's 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 allow it. Jimmy, Jersey City. Jimmy, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, Dave. Good morning, buddy. How you doing? Good, pal. How are you? Hey, two points before we get to the egg point. That guy called uh, Pedro about Atlanta going station to station. They were uh, second behind the Yankees in home runs, Dave. And the guy, Solo, who won the MVP last year, hit four home runs to win the MVP. So, Pedro, you're wrong on that one. He could, uh, Dave, he, uh, my, honestly, to, to, to say that baseball needs to be station to station is one of the most asinine points you could exactly. possibly hear. Exactly. Yeah. And, Dave, my Yankee point was my top five, but Judge would be, you have to put kind of collective first. He does. He doesn't go over four too much. I've been. I'm a big Yankee fan. He doesn't strike out. He steals bases. You get Glaber Torres number two, who goes to right field a lot. You get kind of left run. You got first and third. Judge coming up. Then you got Stanton and Rizzo behind him. That would be my top of the order. I don't know why they don't put IKF up there. He's always on. He gets on base a lot. He's got a good eye. He don't strike out like I said, Dave. So. Hey, with that, have a good weekend, my man. All right, appreciate it. Listen, I'm, I'm not doing that. I don't want to put IKF in the leadoff spot, but if that's if that's what moves the needle for you, then have at it. I think IKF, to me, is a 7 or 8 batter in this league. It, it goes to show you how how broken you think this thing is if your idea is let's just put IKF in the leadoff spot. Uh, here's a piece of NFL news. Uh, maybe it explains why the game Thursday night was so so bad. 
Um, this is from Ian Rappaport. Carson Wentz suffered a fractured finger on his throwing hand in the team's win over the Bears. Headed to L.A., see a hand specialist to determine the next step. His availability moving forward is up in the air. 1-800-919-3776. D. Queens, good morning, D. You're on 98.7. Hey, what's up, Dave? Um, no one talks about how baseball's regular season doesn't have any value. How, look at the first round, all the home teams lost, except for the Guardians, and even in this in the National League now. Look, the Phillies were the third seed, and they're about to win the um, um, beat the Braves. I would I would say this D uh, I, I I mean ultimately you can win if you don't have a great regular season of course but you see that in any sport no I mean Cincinnati didn't have a great regular season they went to the Super Bowl you you see that you see yeah, that but this is unique to baseball though but but D I mean if anything you could say that that it matters more in baseball than other sports because when you when you have a good regular season you now get a buy. Right, but look what's happening now. I look, look, I can't argue with you. I mean, the, if, what, the facts are the facts. I mean, the the best regular seasons are struggling right now in the postseason. A, I'd say this: it's it's not over. Oh, no. What? What was that? What what happened? Did he? Did something happen to D? Imagine that was the last we ever hear of D. We might. We might. I hope we don't hear this on the news, but it did not sound good at all. It didn't. I mean, that that was troublesome, no? <laughs> yeah. It's, what, uh, what, what, ju- what just happened there? I have no idea. And I liked D, and then it was just, it, it sounded like he might have been taken. Call back, D. I, we don't need to put you on air. Just call back and let us know you're all right. Right. Right, call back. It, it's D, Queens. I stubbed my toe, and that was the, what you heard. Ooh, that was troublesome. It sounded uh, like a ghost in the cartoons. Yeah, well, it wasn't it wasn't what you're looking for. So I, I don't. What else, what else do you want to do? They are now really rewarding teams for good regular season. The top two teams get buys. Right? I mean, San Diego was punished. San Diego had to go on the road for three, then they go on the road again to start a best of five. What what more do you want? Like you're the Dodgers, you won 100. And, what they won 111 games. You get a buy. And now you host a team for a best of five that's just played a three-game set and their pitching is not set up the way they want. What, what more can you do? Unless, unless you make the entire series home field advantage for the Dodgers, I, I don't know what much more there is to do. I, I would almost say, like, the NBA, NBA regular season is, is meaningless. Right? If you're a top seven, now, you, now you're in. NFL has meaning because you can, you can get a bye. NHL is is kind of meaningless, right? As long as you get in, you have as good a chance. And how many times have we seen teams that are not the one seed go on a run? I don't I don't agree with that. I, I think I think you're seeing now that the teams that are not the elite in the regular season are having success, but I would not say it's it's meaningless by any stretch. All right, that's an hour. And I hate to uh you know toot my own horn, but I think that was a, that was a pretty good hour. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven Seven six. We're back with more, and we hope to hear from D on ninety eight seven ESPN.